Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward Whites, Aaron Sexton. We appreciate you being with us this afternoon. Our 5 o'clock hour is a service of VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. Uh, all these openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive right here in Waco. It is indeed a privilege to welcome to the program this afternoon Mr. Cowboy himself, Mr. Bob Lilly. Mr. Lilly, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. Well, you're, you're mighty welcome. It's, uh, it's good to be talking to people in Waco again. <laughs> so you just got home from the, uh, from, from the in- induction ceremonies. I, I want to take you back. What, what was it like when you were contacted, got the call, or, or were contacted in, in being informed that you were going into the hall and and then what was that weekend experience like for you personally well it was quite an experience it was you know it, it was rumor some someone had had mentioned the fact that i might be getting nominated and uh, sure enough i got the call i lived i lived right in in waco itself and uh I, you know it was it was almost like a dream because, I mean, when I was a little boy, I dreamed that I might be able to play football someday in high school. <laughs> and then when I was in high school, I dreamed that I might be able to play college football. And then, of course, uh, my senior year in, at, at TCU, uh, both the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Texans uh, came to Dallas. And uh, anyway, I I was drafted by both of them. And so I... There I was. I had an opportunity to play pro football. So I asked our coach over there, was at the time was Coach Abe Martin. I said, I don't know what to do, which team to go with. He said, well, he said, I'll give you some advice. But he said, you, you ought to do whatever you feel like, you know, you want to do. He said, uh, we've had a couple of other leagues come in to Dallas that were trying to establish themselves, and they didn't make it. He said, if I were you, I think I would go with the NFL which was the Cowboys, of course. And I did. He said, both of the families are very nice people, but he said, uh, that's just my feeling if you want to be around this area and, you know, around your family. And I so I did, I thought about it, and I ended up uh, signing with the Cowboys. And so anyway, my first year, I was, uh, my first six or seven games of my first year, I thought I was in another world, and I thought, how in the world am I going to make the team if I don't get better than this? But I, it was Coach Landry's system, and I found out later that it took at least uh, two years to learn how to play the flex defense and to play it really well. It took three or four. But anyway, the second year I played defensive end again, and I, and I made the Pro Bowl. And I thought, well, things are really looking up. <laughs> and so I came back to, to, uh, back to Dallas and, uh, he called me in. And he said, uh, "He said, Bob, we're going to move you to tackle next year," uh, and that was my natural position. And I, it was sort of a bittersweet type thing because you know I just made the Pro Bowl at defensive end, and I didn't I didn't know what I could do at guard in the in the pros. But anyway, it did turn out to be a, a very good move, and he he generally knew exactly where we ought to be. And I ended up, you know, having several good seasons. And 
and was invited to the Hall of Fame, and it was quite an experience. And it kind of reminds me. I mean, we were kind of t- talking also about Drew and and uh, Cliff, and I remember I was they they came when I while I was still active an active player, and uh, I'll never forget the first time Cliff when he first made the team. Uh, I told him I said, Cliff, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. We're going to go to the Super. We, we had been to the Super Bowl the year before, and we lost 16-13 to Baltimore. And I said, we're going to sit back to the Super Bowl this year, and don't you screw it up. She <laughs> <laughs> said it scared him to death. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, the it was, this was quite an unusual Hall of Fame year um, because of having missed last year, which – that was 100th anniversary last year, and uh, so we had they they uh, actually had about 17 people picked out to go in last year, and I think there were several of them that were deceased. But anyway, we had two separate days of of introductions, and uh, Cliff was uh, was in the 2020 year, so he was introduced on Saturday night, along with the 2020 year inductees and the 21. Uh, 20, uh, 2021 inductees included Cliff uh, Drew Pearson. So anyway, I got to sit through several hours of, of <laughs> inductions, and I think they were they really stuck to their guns this year, and they they limited them to six six minutes. And if they went over that, they started getting a, a little beep. <laughs> and so they did they did really well because they did have teleprompters, and most of them didn't use them much. But they were there, and they had some notes. But they got everything out. It really, uh, in my opinion, I've been to probably 35 or 35 Hall of Fames, and when when you had 20 minutes, it was like uh, sometimes it would take 30 per person, <laughs> and it would like you know they would tell everything about everybody in their family and this and that. But la- but yesterday. Uh, I guess it was the day before yesterday. Oh, what was today? Tuesday? Yeah, it was Sunday and Saturday. I thought everybody did a great job. They all were they all were succinct and they they uh, they had everything down that they wanted to say. And and uh, Peyton Manning was the only one that I think got a beep. And he had a whole lot to say. I mean, <laughs> he, he, his dad was there. Archie, I played against, and I got to visit with him, and it was kind of fun to see a lot of the old guys that I played against and with and it was especially nice to see uh, Drew and Cliff because they both were very deserving and had been waiting a long time. You mentioned waiting a long time. Why 33 years for Drew Pearson? He was such a terrific player but it it seemed like he kind of got lost in the shuffle. Well, yeah, he did. I mean, it's, you know, it's like I think wide receiver in my opinion, would be one of the hardest uh, positions to be chosen to the Hall of Fame because there's, they, they're out there alone by themselves where everybody sees them, and they, there are so many good ones, great ones. I mean, I should say good. There's so many great ones. And, you know, it's like, it's just, it's like whoever's got prime time most of the time. And Drew did have quite a, quite a, few years of his career 
but I don't have any idea why it took so long because you know he, he was uh, seventies decades uh, all time team and he was all pro and he was he did he, you know he had the credentials and he was a great receiver and he was a quarterback coming out of college and Coach Landry uh, he, he always told me we talked a lot about defense and offense and I I asked him I said. I thought you might make Drew a, a back understudy for a quarterback. He said, well, he said, he's got great moves because I've seen him run. And I, he said, he's any quarterback that's got really great athletic ability, I feel like they could really make a great receiver because they know that they're, they're looking out at the defenses just like they were when they were quarterback. They're looking for all the little giveaway things signals that that they saw when they were playing quarterback and he said they they also know that they have to run a great route and they know what angle they've got to take and he said to get in position to catch the ball free and clear and so anyway it was kind of interesting because i was looking i watched drew with that we were on the sideline but i've watched him and he ran great routes and uh, made a great receiver for for roger and and uh and later even. Bob so that Lilly. was yes. I'm sorry, Bob Lilly with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And, and how does it make you feel? You're the first cowboy to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, but you sit back and and you've been to 30 or more of these, and now you have a couple of more of your teammates after some other teammates have been. You, do you look back and go, "Wow, we we had some pretty good players on our team." Well, we did have we had we had a lot of good players. We have, we have some players, in my opinion, that should be there now. And uh, you know, I I just I just know the ones I know really well that were good, good every day in practice and good on the game day. Uh, there are many of them, but a couple of them are, are well. There's more than a couple. There's Chuck Cowley, Cornell Green, Leroy Jordan, and uh, and others, even George Andry, uh, has credentials that he could have been been in there. And uh, of course, uh, you know, whenever you John, there's John Nyland on offense. There's uh, Rayfield did get in, and that was wonderful because they kind of over, tend to overlook offensive linemen. And Rayfield actually came in as a as a, as a uh, tight end. And Coach Landry, his when he came back the second year, he said, you're going to be an offensive tackle. And, of course, Rayfield weighed about 225, and he was 6'7". <laughs> he said, well, what am I going to do? He said, start eating. <laughs> <laughs> so he did. He ate his way up to about 270. And, anyway, I'll never forget. I, I'll tell these stories because I think they're interesting. But the first game, he didn't play, he didn't play much his first season at, at offensive tackle, but he did, uh, he got in toward the late end of the year or could have been the first part of the next year. But we, we happened to be playing the Rams out there and guess who he was lined up against Deacon Jones and Deacon Jones said, he looked over at Rayfield. He never heard of him. Never, never watched him play because that was his first start. And he said, Hey, boy, does your mama know where you are? <laughs> and Rayfield's 
Redfield was listening for the count, which was on two, and it was hut two. And then there was always a delay, or it was quick. Well, he didn't hear the count when when Deacon said that. So Deacon, he said, Deacon slapped me up the side of the head with his hand slap, and I saw stars, and I thought, oh, my goodness, what am I doing out here? <laughs> <laughs> but after the game was over, it was interesting, and I'm going to make it quick. Deacon came up to me because we played in the Pro Bowl together for a number of times. He, he said, Bob, who is this? Who was this Rayfield Wright kid? And I said, I think he's your worst nightmare. <laughs> and he said, you're right. He said, I didn't even touch the quarterback today. And he said, that's highly unusual for me. And I said, well, I think it's going to be highly unusual for a lot of people. But anyway, that's what that's that's the way it was. And Rayfield, boy, he, he did a great job and very proud of him. Cornell Green's another one that, uh, in my opinion, that uh, he went to at least six Pro Bowls. I think he went to another Pro Bowl that was he was an alternative, alternate, alternate. I don't know what you call it, alternate. And anyway, there were, you know, there's just so many guys that were good that it's it would be awfully hard to pick Pro Bowlers or Hall of Famers. I mean, they've got those those guys spend they, the coaches spent hours, and the, the of course the uh, media. People vote. They have one one vote per city, I think. One sports writer, and then they have a maybe a, tel- a TV commentator a vote, and and so in each city they vote for the team, and that's how you get selected. And the coaches have an input, but it's tough to get there. I'll tell you that. Well, and it is. Uh, it's exciting that uh, we do get uh, three more Cowboys: Char- uh, Cliff Harris and and um, <clears throat> and Drew Pearson, and of course, uh, Coach Johnson. In and I know the Texas Sports Hall of Fame is near and dear to your heart as well. And and uh, coming up at the end of the month, Charlie Waters is going to be inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and that's going to be a, a great event here in Waco. Yes, it is. And uh, Ann and I. We're, if we're able to be, get there, we'll be there. <laughs> I'm sure we, we have been blessed so far. Well, hey, Mr. Lilly, we uh, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing. I mean, we, we could do this for three hours and just listen to uh, all those wonderful stories of Dallas Cowboys football when, when we were growing up and watching you guys play. And then uh, – and then the Hall of Fame information, just uh, just unbelievable stuff. And we do appreciate your time, and thank you so much for being with us. Well, it's my pleasure, and uh, you know, keep doing a good job. Thank you, sir. That is Mr.